You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thanks to Eric Zier for stopping by. Uh, I can't wait till Monday night. And Monday, guys, we are going to be at Hooters in Kennesaw. Ho! Dukes and Bell. So if you're in the area, stop by. Come by. Hang out with your boys. We'd love to get a chance to see you as we get ready for Monday night. Now, Bo said he doesn't believe this game's going to start until, like, after 8 o'clock. It's supposed to start at 7.30. Well, the broadcast, you know how it goes. The pregame, which I loathe. The pregame, it'll get maybe at 8.07. Right, but either way, somewhere around there, yeah, seven thirty supposedly. It would be nice so for folks that have kids that the kids can actually stay up and actually watch the game, and it's not you know after midnight. That would be kind of cool, right? I mean, I don't have kids. I personally don't give a crap. But if you have kids and they like football, it would be nice for them to be able to see the whole thing. It's always yeah because it becomes a late night. It always right. has. I mean, it's usually you know eleven thirty, eleven forty-five. Here's the thing too, you're amped up, and you can't go right. to sleep. It's not like you can go. Game's over. <laughs> It doesn't happen that way. Well, you know what's really cool? And just real quick before we get to the blitz, uh, you know, you and I have talked about it. And we've argued this with listeners as long as you and I have been doing the show. And we're, it'll be, we're going into, what, year nine, right? Holy cow, Carl, 23. It'll be nine years in July. But we've always said there's no Atlanta curse or, you know, that Atlanta-itis crap that people throw out. Look at Georgia. Georgia, I mean, winning games that, you know, let's be honest, that Ohio State game years ago, maybe it yeah. wouldn't have turned out that way. The Braves winning the World Series. Yeah, last year, the, you know, it didn't pan out, this, uh, this NLDS. But you've got championships because things are built the right way, and Kirby's got this thing rolling. It's just a great time. Remember how many times you and I would say, imagine if you were a kid growing up in Boston in the, in the 90s and 2000s, and you don't, you don't know what struggle is. You don't know what heartbreak is as a sports fan. Right coach, right management, that's what it takes. We haven't gotten that with some of our sports teams. No. Not completely. The, the run where we go to the Super Bowl in 16, well, let's be honest, it was, an, it was a surprise. Nobody ex- picked us. Nobody expected it. We didn't expect the offense to lead the league in scoring. Now, I'll take it because it was a hell of a run, but it wasn't sustainable. All the rookies on defense, all the other different things, which, wow, yes. it really happened. Well, right? it, it, because, Mike, again, you continue to go back and you go, well, who else did we pick? How did we make the team mm-hmm. better? How did the team grow? What you had is you had certain stars who got greedy, and ultimately that was the breakup of the team. That's that's how you can look at that. Over the next, from the 16-17 season, and you get it mm-hmm. 18, this is a con- completely different financial situation instead of improving on what we had. With that said, Georgia got the right coach. Mm. Let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. This has right. nothing to do except with the fact that they got the right guy. And Kirby, with his apprenticeship mic at Alabama, however you want to look at it, under Nick Saban, took all of that stuff and said, I know how to, how to do this, and I'm going to do it my way in mm. Georgia. And now this is what you're getting. Three years, the last three, or the, the three out of the last six years, you're in the national championship game. This is a hell of a run. Right. And it ain't over, by no, the way. No, and that's just it. I mean, you, you, for years we've talked about, you know, like there's only two guys that can build those kind of dynasties, Saban, and, of course, his pal Belichick. But now you're in the middle of something. Now, this will be interesting because you're finally getting into – now, I know people still want to see Vandegrift and, and there's other guys, you know, all the five-star and four-star yeah. quarterbacks, but Carson Beck would be next if things go the way they might. But this is the time that you've got to relish as a dog fan because I'll be, I'll be, as a Florida State fan, Carl, all those years you were winning 10 and 11 games and finishing top five. 
You know, that, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen very often. And then eventually things fall apart. If you're Clemson, are you going to get back on top of that mountain or are you going to continue to kind of slide a little bit? It's, that's so hard to stay up there. It is. And that's why this story with TCU is fascinating because this, they were completely off the map. You know, they were talking about Sonny Dykes. Oh, maybe in four years he might compete for a Big 12 championship. They're in the national championship. How do you think Gary Patterson feels right now? Well, he had a great run, Mike. 20 years, you know, listen, I don't know if Gary Patterson could have done more than what he did. When he took it over, it wasn't what you see right now. It wasn't – TCU was re- really irrelevant. And so was Baylor for many years. So, I mean, that's the, the irony is those teams now have elevated themselves and Texas and OU are coming to the SEC. More of the dogs coming up, guys, as we move along on this Big Friday show. Right now, let's get to an NFL blitz. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> and notes from around the league. This is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. All right, before we talk about what the league has done, let's talk about the miracle that has happened with DeMar Hamlin, Mike. Breathing on his own. Mm. Tube removed, and he's talking. As a matter of fact, Sean McDermott was talking about how he approached the team today because he actually FaceTimed the Bills. <laughs> Makes me laugh as, as he did this to the guys, you know, right <laughs> away. Um, he flexed, he flexed, uh, he flexed on him, I guess. And, uh, um, he's just got some staple things that they know him for and that he does. And he made the heart, heart symbol probably more than anything. Um, and then he gave him a thumbs up. So, uh, and then somewhere in the midst of, of that, and it was a little bit hard to hear, but he, as you'd imagine, he said, uh, he said, I love you boys. And, uh, of course I think I got the guys so. It would have got me. Right. Hell, it might. It just got me. (laughs) I mean, honestly, where we were Monday night and where this is now, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and fearing the worst and and the reaction, you know, the the, the tone of the broadcast from everything you heard, it just, it seemed like the outcome was, was, is going to be the worst possible, but this is a a dynamic story in the bills. Look, they may feed off this energy, regardless of where they, they lose their home field advantage and go to a neutral site. This might be the rallying cry. We've seen this thing happen before in sports. Yeah. You think about uh, Loyola Marymount with Hank gathers, you know, I mean, and and that's a man who lost his life, but there's sometimes you can, you can focus on that one thing. And this is the, maybe the thing which galvanized them because they've had to deal with a lot of injuries. They were sitting pretty. They kind of wobbled a little bit. Talk about the team football wise, and then see where this goes. I'm with you. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. You mentioned Josh Allen's comments as part of our uh, clear throat yesterday at the end of the show. This is Josh Allen talking about T. Higgins, that he doesn't deserve the attacks that he's gotten now. A lot of these folks who said this earlier in the week have backed off of this because they know it's stupid. Yeah, Bart Scott, are you telling me he lowered his head with the intention of killing somebody? I mean, come on. It's a, it's a football play. As we always say, it's the matrix. You can't stop in midair and change the angle of uh, where you're going to hit someone. Here's Josh Allen. I haven't reached out to, to T. I hope that, you know, he got some relief today. And I, I saw some stuff on Twitter, and people should not be attacking him whatsoever. And I'm glad that DeMar's family came out and said that. And I hopefully he found some some relief today because, again, that's that's a football play, and I hope that he doesn't hold that upon himself because, again, there's nothing else that he could have done in that situation. So today the NFL approves a plan for neutral sites, okay? And this is all predicated on Week 18. And, and again, just bear with us because if you're riding around or you're listening on a smart speaker, you're going, okay, I need a chart to kind of look at this. But – Heading into Week 18, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, the Bills-Chiefs championship game would be at a neutral site. 
if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and the Baltimore Ravens win or tie and the Bills and Chiefs championship game is going to be at a neutral site. The Bills and Kansas City, if they both lose and Cincinnati wins, a bills Bengals or Chiefs championship game will be at a neutral site. What we're telling you is this is the solution that the NFL has come up with, Mike. You said it. It's not ideal. A lot of people are like, wait a minute, my team's getting cheated. Why do we play all these games? But under the circumstances, how do you give somebody an advantage that maybe they didn't earn? Yeah, as we said uh, earlier in the week, one of the options was to uh, push back the AFC uh, bracket of the playoffs one week and then let these guys play while the AFC plays. I thought that was the one that, to me, was the one that made the most sense. But that that sort of also kind of gives advantages to teams. Some teams would have like almost three weeks off if you're the number one seed. So it was one that uh, they did. They thought about this is where they're going with it. I don't like it. Nobody likes it. There's really no way to, to, to do this other than what they've come up with. Let's hear from Joe Burrow because he was asked about could they have finished the game with the Bills. Here's what Joe Burrow says. I think that would be tough uh, just, just scheduling-wise. You know, I think whatever Buffalo would want to do would be what we would want to do as well. We're, you know, behind them 100% and support them in, in whatever they would decide to do going forward. Yeah, I mean, you let them kind of dictate the tempo because they're dealing with the, with the situation. So that's, that's taking the high road. Um, not sure that Stephen Ross, the Dolphins owner, knows how to take any high road. Our buddy Armando Salguero from down in South Florida, who's now working with Outkick Coverage, says that uh, Dolphins might fire Mike McDaniel if they lose this game on Sunday to the Jets. They will have lost six in a row. They will go from eight and three to eight and nine. Bruh, you're going to do me like that? He's kind of a different new Jack coach. Everyone talked about his uh, mm. tremendous offensive uh, acumen. Uh, uh, Shanahan swore by him. That's how he got the job in Miami. But what they've had to deal with their own soap opera would tie, you know, with us with uh, Tua Tungabailoa and the concussions. They've had some other injuries. But you feel if, if they also, Salgaro writes, at minimum, some assistant coaches may have to go. That's after one year in Miami. So is Mike Vrabel going to get fired? Because they will they will have lost seven in a row if they lose Sunday to the Jaguars. You going to fire Bra- Vrabel? Mm. No, I mean, Ross, I, I, you know, how would I feel about that Dolphins owner? But it's interesting enough that uh, Salgaro put it in print. But I think, Mike, to your point about ownership, I don't know if they're going to move on from Mike Vrabel. Is there is there this, we got to give him time, or more importantly, it's not Mike McDaniel's fault that Tua's had two yeah. separate concussion issues and now has missed games that are vital to the standings. That's not Mike McDaniel. To his last con- concussion, guys, he fell on the back of his head. He didn't get smashed by some big linebacker. I don't know if you can put that on Mike McDaniel and say, he's the reason why we've lost these games, all these games in a row. I would put it more on the fact, Mike, inept quarterback play like the Jets. Yeah, I don't like uh, the coach going out after just one year when you consider the issue. Now, it's different. Nathaniel Hackett showed the entire world he had no idea what he was doing in the first game he coached against Seattle. It was it was criminal. The, the Mannings were going off on at the Manning cast. But it is interesting. When you lose six games in a row in an NFL season, you do get fired. You do. Dan Quinn did it twice and a five-game losing streak in his tenure here. Patience. (laughs) Arthur Blank had the patience of a saint on that one. But uh, it is an interesting story. And then finally, Squidbilly has this in our notes. Remember years ago, Peyton Hillis was the Madden cover boy? He was. He was a bad boy. He was hard to bring down. Right. He was kind of like the all-purpose guy, big bruising dude. Well, he was down in Pensacola on the beach with his kids. He went in the hospital because he nearly drowned, saving his kids from drowning in a riptide. Crazy. Yeah, and when you jump into those things, man, obviously Mm. it's your kids, but you put yourself in danger. Those riptides, everybody thinks they know until you get in one and you're supposed to to swim sideways. Parallel with the beach, right, until eventually you'll come out of it. Yeah. 
I'm glad he's okay. Uh, but he, he's in intensive care, right? Right. Hey, it's Dukes and Bell. It's our NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Coming up, it's LeBron again tonight. What happens tonight with the Hawks? After a win against the Kings, can they make it two in a row? We're going to talk about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, what Mike wants, Mike gets, but he didn't get it today. We'll tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, man, no man's on the way on a Friday. We'll talk about our ha- hashtag Dukes and Bell tailgate at home. Thanks for all the picks, man. You guys continue to play and in- involve yourselves with uh, us in-, in that way, and it's it's awesome to you know every weekend you see new things and guys checking out and doing new things, ladies too. Um, so it's a lot of fun. We'll tell you about that coming up here in about twenty minutes. What's going to happen tonight with our Hawks, Mike? We are, again, ninth in the Eastern Conference. We take mm-hmm. on the Lakers again. The Lakers are 12th in the West, by the way. But, you know, LeBron put on that show here. Now, it was his, his birthday weekend. Does that matter? I think it does. But what are we going to get tonight? Because we had a really solid performance against the Kings. Well, I think LeBron's going to be in his estate. He's going to look at that LeBron hologram. <laughs> he's going to tell him that his hair looks fine and that the move to Miami went off seamlessly. And now he's going to go for 40 tonight. People really do like me. <laughs> just love that movie, the one trailer, if you hadn't seen it for the house party where the guy take over LeBron's house, it does look kind of compelling. Anyway, can he do it again? Nah, they're at home. That's the thing. He did it here. They're, they're at home. And uh, we're on a big, long West Coast road trip, so let, let's hope that Trey – see, it would be nice, the Trey connect- – and not to get all crazy on you with the, with the history, but Trey and the connection to Kobe and, and the fact that he's in L.A. at Staples. Can he do one of those things you asked about earlier in the week where he has one of those nights that everybody's t- – a lead story on Sports Center nights? Sure. Can he do that? There are games and places you just want to ball out. New York's one of them. L.A.'s another. Boston's another. Mike, when you Chicago's another because of of what it is when you go there and you know growing up you watch Jordan or playing in the Garden, which is not you know the Garden anymore, but being in Boston and what that represents. There are places you go that you go. I, I want to have a good game tonight. I go to Oklahoma City. I don't care if I score twenty. I mean, it's just that it's different. I think L. A. is one of those places you're going to look in the crowd and you right. who, it's a who's who. You know, you're like, dude, I I was just watching your movie. It's different. So I think. We get a good game from Trey tonight, but it's just not about Trey. We said this. We had balanced scoring the other night, and I just get back to what Mike was saying earlier in the week about how bad we miss Clint Capella. We need Capella on the glass. We need his offensive rebounding for those second-chance points. Um, But James, man, listen, and I think the bigger story here, and it's not because, you know, we don't love the Hawks. Guys, LeBron's in season 20. (laughs) 20. He's giving you 30 a night, Mike. He's giving you nine boards a game with seven assists. He's playing like he's 32. It, it was really impressive to watch on last Friday night here at State Farm and running the court. That's the thing, you know, when LeBron, you know, the famous when LeBron starts kind of running downhill and there's no way you're going to stop him and the ref's not going to call a block. It's, I, mean, it, I mean, it's a charge. So he just starts moving and a guy his size, that's what made him such a special athlete. Yeah. And when he can do that, when he's 100% or he certainly looks as, as healthy as he's looked in the last five years, you know, that's that's a tough matchup. There's no one that can match that up. And and Okongwu, you and I bang the drum for Okongwu, but he struggled at times this season. Foul trouble. You know, sometimes the refs, oh, it is what it is. There's some dopey fouls. But he also gets himself into some of these situations. The uh, the other thing is John Collins is doing a really good job. Four of his last five games, he's doing everything you'd want from that contract, 20 and 10. So let's hope that that continues. And DeAndre Hunter, it, which has always been, to me, I think the X factor for what this season was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I th- now that we see DeJounte Murray, uh, hopefully this continues to grow. But one guy has got to do, do more each night, and that's DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. Uh, 
DeJounte Murray averaging about 16 points in the last 10 games for our Hawks, four assists. He's just doing what we expected. I, I didn't expect DeJounte to come here and be a 30-point guy. He didn't have to be. But we needed him on the defensive end, Mike, and he's had an impact. I mean, again, one of the steals leaders, you still look at that stat. Right. He's getting in passing lanes, getting steals, and making stuff happen. It's going to be interesting tonight, though, with the Lakers. Late start, guys, obviously, with them being on the West Coast. But uh, you can listen right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coverage begins at 10. Tip is at 10.30 tonight because they are on the West Coast. If you look at the games we've lost, look at the numbers. There's only two of our last eight losses where they were in the, like, the 100s to 110. Usually when we lose these games, we lose defensive posture. And we don't play perimeter defense. Blowouts. And that's when teams start scoring 125 and higher. And that's, that's a bad If that happens, that's what happened here with LeBron on Friday. That's bad. All right. You were talking about this. I want to mention it yesterday about the all-star voting uh, I, I got a thing from the Hawks saying, hey, share this. Because, you know, I mean, listen, we're trying to get our guys in. It's always good to be repped in the All-Star game. I do think Trey will be voted in because, again, he's got brand, brand cachet now, Mike. Mm-hmm. People around the country, we said this. And this is the part that I think, even though we're down on some of the things that are going on with our team, Trey is a recognizable star around the country. He is in the NBA. And so he's getting these votes based on, hey, that's a guy I want to go see. Right. According to the NBA, as of yesterday, Kyrie, as we said yesterday, even without the Jewish vote, over 2 million votes. Trey Young's got 791. He's in fifth place. Jalen Brown has got about 300,000 more votes than him. He's over a million. Harden's over a million, by the way. James Harden? James Harden's got 1.1 million votes. And again, you know, Phil, these are Phil, you know, I don't know how many guys, how many times you could go online and vote. In the old days, you know, you'd get those. Remember your kid get the ballast with the pencil? Oh, yeah. Pop it through. Hand it to the, hand it to the usher. Nowadays, I presume you can probably vote 10 times uh, from one website and vote for somebody on your computer. Um, in the front court, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Kevin Durant. That's what the Eastern Conference from five to, from five to number one vote getting. Kevin Durant with 3.1 million votes. Giannis just below that at just under 3 million. Yeah, Harden averaging about 22 a game. I just was looking at his number since he came back, but 11 assists. He's getting guys involved right. in Philly. He's not the scoring machine he once was. He just doesn't have that that step and that get-off, as we like to say, where you can just separate. He's still got that European travel thing that he does, <laughs> yeah. but but Embiid's the dude there. And, and if he can play the Batman to Embiid, Mike, they're going to still be an issue in the Eastern Conference. And out west, as Jim Morrison said, the west is or the, the Robin, best. should I say. Right. Steph Curry, number one, 2.7 million. Uh, Luka Doncic, 2.3 million. John Morant at 915,000. SGA from OKC wow. at 911. And then Clay Thompson, as I told you yesterday, can't believe Russell Westbrook's got nearly 448,000 votes. Yeah, it's interesting. Russell Westbrook can't do anything anymore. Uh, and and you know what that says to me, though? The NBA fans, they recognize game. I mean, Shea Alexander, he, he is, he's balling this year. We, we said it. He First time I got to see him was this year at State Farm. Right? Yeah, he, he, and I think people are recognizing his game. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're just going over that. So if oh. you've not voted, go vote for our guys, man. Yeah, and Anthony Davis. I mean, yeah, vote for him for, like, the best suit-wearing guy. I mean, <laughs> I mean LeBron, well, Joker, and then Davis, and then Zion for uh, Andrew Wiggins coming in fifth as far as front court in the West. Where is uh, where is Steph again? Steph's Steph is number one amongst okay. the point guards. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he's got to be. I mean, hurt or not. Hurt. Steph is still that guy. All right, 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You guys can chime in. Lots going on today. A bunch more guests to get to here on a Friday show, guys. Danny Cannell is going to stop by at 4 o'clock. We're going to talk with him about the national championship and uh, get his thoughts on what he thinks about TCU and the dogs. We talked with Eric Zier already today, and all these interviews are online at odyssey.com. Make sure you go check them out if you miss anything. And Eric was talking to us 
um, in spe- you know, specifically about not worrying about the mistakes that Stetson Bennett made. Every game is different. Uh, you can't say, well, he did that last game, so he's going to do it again. I don't think that's the case. And I, Eric was stating as much, Mike. I don't think you go into this game and say, oh, we're going to have a stretch of you know, 30 minutes where we don't play well. I don't feel that way. But I also know that he was able to overcome that. Yeah, and the run game. You know, I mean, the, you did you run for 135 yards, 130 yards in that game, but you still felt like there was times where Ohio State was really kind of stymieing the run. So take some of the pressure off of Stetson. But I, I think, and we said it to everybody we spoke to, talked about it with Pollock, you, and we'll ask Danny Cannell about it at four. When you've been set up to run your offense a certain way, and now you're not doing that because you cannot replace the big O. I mean, Darnell Washington is a is a freak, is a freak, a force of nature in the mismatches. So that's probably why Bowers didn't have as much of the impact early on in that game as we thought he would. Yeah, came on late, uh, and Darnell because of the injury didn't have right. any impact, obviously because he misses out. But because they present that mismatch, you got to decide how you're going to go. You're bringing a safety up. You're going to put a corner on this on the tight end. How do you defend? But the good news was the wide receivers you've been looking for all season long, and Eric Zier agreed with us. It's so good to see Adonis Mitchell and everybody else stepping up. Yeah, and I want to see what, you know, they do offensively with those guys in this game. I do think, and we said this, listen, TCU has the Thorpe Award winner, which is the best corner in the country, for those of you who don't know. And the other the other corner is is all conference. They have two really good corners, Mike, but I want to put pressure on those guys. Mm-hmm. And I think that the wide receiving group, if healthy, and I think, you know, Adonai Mitchell, Adani Mitchell, he is healthy. I think you can do some of the stuff that we expected earlier in the season that we didn't see. Maybe now, Mike, you're taking some of those deep shots that we expect. You can do that stuff if these guys are out there. I, I just think this this game, I, I just feel it's going to be like a 45, uh, 42, 35 kind of deal. It's going to be over 62 and a half. I think it just, it's the way, and you and I broke it down on Tuesday, it's the way these national championship games have gone. Many of them, the winning team, the last 10 have been in, you got to be over 40, seven of the last 10. So, the Georgia defense has been good. The Hendon Hooker thing, yeah, you said, well, what happened to the defense? I just think other teams are going up against better offensive lines. And Pollock said the TCU line is better than what the Buckeyes were rolling out. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, but I think that is a faction uh, or function of look at their running backs. Look at their – they got a back – Mike's run for 1,300 yards this season. Right. That they run they run the ball, and I think to do that, you got to be good up front – and I think that's what Pollock's talking about, as well as protecting as well. But it's going to be a good game, man. I do know that. I still think the dogs are better. I'll say it today. I'll say it Monday. And we'll get into some specifics on Monday as we get ready for the, the game itself. And, again, we're going to be at Hooters in Kennesaw on Monday, inviting you guys to come out and join us out there as we get ready for the national championship. All right, coming up, Yeah Man, No Man's on the way. Danny Cannell, 4 o'clock. We will talk to Danny, all things national championship. Steve Coonan is going to stop by as well, Hawk CEO on the 4 o'clock hour, and then we'll get back into some Falcons conversation. Late big show. It's a big show. <laughs> but coming up next, Bo Morgan with Yeah Man, No Man. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got a pair of tickets for you to check out the Hawks taking on the Heat. Monday, January 16th at State Farm Arena. We're going to give those away, oh, I don't know, between now and 7. Stay tuned and uh, be on the lookout, guys, as uh, we'll give them away. All right. We got a lot more to get to. Uh, coming up, as we mentioned, Danny Cannell. Looking forward to talking with him about this matchup, what he thinks about Max Duggan and the TCU Horn Frogs. But right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo. Happy Friday. What's going on today, my man? I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's uh, it's a Dukes and Bell tailgate at home Friday, brought to you by the Buckhead Butcher Shop, who, by the way, just opened a brand new store. Right. So you guys get down. I mean, they've basically moved and and opened up a new scene, and it looks phenomenal. You can get over to my Instagram uh, page and check it out, the or the Buckhead Butcher Shop social media, and check out their uh, their video of the new store. It looks really great. I was wanting to get over there today, and I totally forgot about it, doing all the normal stuff I do on Fridays with Peachtree Football. But not only is that happening. Final regular season game on Sunday. Bum, 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 bum. Then we have the college football national championship game, which no matter who plays, I'm pumped and excited to watch on Monday. But guess what starts tomorrow night? What's that? Supercross is back. Oh, yeah! And that's big for me. I love the Supercross, man. They're out in Anaheim to start the season. They've kind of, they've kind of formed the Supercross indoor with the motocross outdoor and created one big super world championship thing. But, uh, look, I'm a big supercross fan. I like to go when it's here. And uh, it's fun for the season to start for me. Yeah! You know what, Carl? I don't appreciate that. What? No, I, I, I – to be honest with you, can I be honest with you right now? Yeah, you don't care. No. I've never no, been. I, I like street bikes. I don't I, like the I'm dirt. Ne- I've never been. Seriously. Let me tell you something. All these years, I've never been to one This takes – is much endurance, if not more, than riding a street bike. Uh, it, it's a t- it, it takes a lot of talent. These guys aren't overly large guys. Yeah. These bikes are heavy. Endurance is out. 
I mean, out the butt endurance, the arm strength it takes to ride, and the leg strength it takes to ride these is. Oh, so we're going to have the argument like we do with uh, NASCAR drivers and uh, Formula One guys. These are athletes. No, super, no supercross, <laughs> supercross riders are absolutely athletes. Squid Billy sounded like my good friend Art Ekman, who used to do on ESPN2, Carl. And now here comes Ricky Carmichael in the 250cc. You know what? I mean, well, he uh, Ricky Carmichael was in a 450, but um, I hate <laughs> – I mean, at one point he drove it to, but yeah. he's also one of the greatest writers of all yes. time. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to break it, people, but if you don't think it's athletic or it takes strength, no. And, and no, no, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm not talking about you, but it doesn't take eye hand coordination. Then I would challenge you to get on a 450 and ride it around, just ride it in a circle for two hours, and then let's talk about actually jumping, landing. Take, taking the roles. So they are athletes. Then. Hell yeah, they're athletes. Well, you got to control the bike and you got to stay on it. You know what I mean? There's something to that. When, whenever you've been down to bike week and they used to, do, I don't know if they still do it, where they'd have, obviously, you got your street bikes and you have the, they have the, uh, the you know, the uh, super bike race and they'd have in the infield, in the triable, they'd have the supercross. Yeah. And that was so you could see all of that. And again, I'm like, Bo, I mean, like in small dose, but I mean, it's kind of like you see one guy get some air, and you know you kind of see them all get some air. Well, but I, it's not about air; it's an actual race. It's yeah, a competition. You got to cut guys off in the corner, and you yeah, know, the, there's a and, lot to it. So yeah. riding a motorcycle now makes you an athlete. Well, well in, it's a dirt in bike. The, in the dirt, you know. Okay, Carl. I'm asking. Carl. Carl. I What's the damn question? <laughs> Chris, you pipe down. <laughs> Carl. What is the question? No, I got, I got the something for no, you. We are not what? interested what? in dirt bike racing. What? Well, what? I didn't say you were. Carl asked how my day was going, and that's part of my well, day. Yeah, Mr. Voice just asked, what's the question? Well, who cares about Mr. Voice? He can take a hike. You know what? I'm his boss, so he better be careful. Um, Here's the deal. <laughs> it's not true. Go if ahead. you don't... Th- Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, if not. you don't think that it's, it takes athletic ability, you and I will go... Out on a Saturday, yeah, we'll get a little. We'll get we'll get uh, Chris or Jason or somebody here. We'll, they'll go with us, and we'll uh, we'll do well, a little video, well, and see, we'll see how it goes for so, Mister Duke. So here's the deal: when you say that, because um, I feel like even at my advanced age, I'm still somewhat athletic. I'm not what I used to be, right? Right. But what you're talking about is a skill set that you develop by riding this bike and knowing what to do and how to do it. That's not athleticism. That is me practicing over and over a skill that then I so, learned how to jump these so heels and do all this stuff. So you think anybody can do it? Yeah. Hogwash. No, you, yeah. you can put a fat slob on a 250 yeah. and fall off. Matter of fact, I, I think you can put a guy with a brew in his hand and he might <laughs> well, be able no, to do no, this no, stuff. No, that's, that's bowling. Huh? That's bowling. That's different. Yeah. Well, they're athletes. That's darts. <laughs> they're athletes. <laughs> well, I mean, well, here's a question. What defines sport? I mean, at, I mean, what kind of acumen are you using? A dart player is all right here. It's elbow to Would you stop it? Yeah, I'm all right here. Too when I left my beard in my mouth. <laughs> and by the way, Squidbilly, I like rugby. I just don't bore people on the radio talking about it. Again, I didn't plan on going into this. You guys brought it up. You made this declarative how you were so excited at Supercross. Was well, then don't up. ask me how the hell my day is. Just uh, say, Bo, here you go. What's your first story? Let's, Chris, what's your take on all this? Chris, your thoughts. On Bo, where this what's is your going? first story? Um... I have never ridden a bike. I will never ride a bike. Not a dirt bike. It's, it's not a bike. It's, it's not a damn bicycle, bicycle well, you're boy. you're the one who tells it me to go ride bike. my bicycle, so no. I, this is my <laughs> you pedal here. This is my time to get some sweet revenge and say, <laughs> your bicycle, Bo, in this case, not very appealing. Well, it's, a, it's motorized. It's, a, it's, a it's a not bike. a bicycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, you've never ridden a motorcycle or anything yeah. like that, right? No? I enjoy uh, living. Oh, I understand. I, I was it. looking at bikes again because for my commute to save mileage yeah, on the yeah, car, yeah. but yeah. I no. 
the things I see on a daily basis at 85, I'll die. If I get a motorcycle, I'll, you will be doing the solo to the, the Duke show because well, I won't make it. So I've decided to forego riding motorcycles on the interstate. Listen, I got a lot of friends that ride. I, I, a couple of years ago, got my, my right. trike, trike license and all that stuff. At the end of the day, it's not necessarily the people who are riding. It's the people who Correct. don't see the riders and don't abide by the laws. No, in the old days, we used to go down to Dugan's on Ponce and all those guys, and you know, we'd go up to the Dragon's Tail. That was a lot of fun, but it just it's getting there. It's driving, getting out of the city without dying. That's the problem. Well, okay, I think we're boring people with your old bike stories. All right, let's not bore people. Um, Aaron Rodgers may... Or may not have a new girlfriend, and she's not just. What happened to Blue? What happened now is this Blue? a real girlfriend, or is this another marketing opportunity where two publicists have gotten together? Well, I don't know. Yet that's going to be the judge. You can be the judge of that. I'm going to tell you who it is first. Mm. It is Mallory Edens, who her father is Wes Edens, who is the majority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh. By the way, Aaron Rodgers is a minority owner in the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, apparently. Uh, she's had her eye on Aaron for a very long time because she's always wanted to be in the public eye. And uh, she was at a Packers game, the last Packers game, supporting her new boyfriend apparently wearing their gear. And uh, Rogers has been friends with her, good friends, for quite a while. And But he's always thought the age has been an issue because she's only 26. Well, apparently now the relationship is more... More than just a friendship now. It is mm-hmm. full-blown. Um, She's a stunner. She's got, there's a couple photos of her on uh, TMZ Sports uh, in bathing suits, etc., as you'd expect. But he has a certain look. He doesn't go for drop-dead gorgeous. He has his own kind of look that he goes for. What happened to Blue Earth? Well, there's no report on where Blue of Earth went, but that might have been just been a you know a druggy hippie stage in the off season when he was getting his cleanse. You oh. want your bed sheets stinking of patchouli every day? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, this guy. I thought I thought Blue Earth was he was feeling that. No. <laughs> I, again, I think he was using her for the free drugs. I just came out of a 12-day cleanse. Yeah, we heard, Aaron. We heard. He is playing better, though. So, But the Packers are playing better. It has nothing to do with this cleanse, by the way. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about this this whole new relationship? Well, she's a model. I mean, 12-day she, look. <laughs> <laughs> she's a model, and she's looking good. She's got a um, cleanse. She's got a donation for um, a political calls. Okay. Uh, on her on her Instagram. What you're not going to say what it is? Oh, I don't want. No, this isn't a political segment. You guys can do the politics in your own time. Oh, uh, right. You go to her Instagram. <laughs> if it's if it's on her Instagram, we're not stating that we believe it. We're just saying. I'm just saying. It. I'm just saying. She does. She does seem like she's she's going to fit his style. You know, Aaron is a very he's a man of the people. He loves his movements, and so she is very political. It, right. it seems. All right. But she's a model, and she look. I mean, she's a. Aren't they all? She's hot. I mean, aren't they, aren't, at this point, aren't they all? Chris and I always say, aren't they all Instagram yeah, models at this point? You're an NFL quarterback. I mean, that's, you know, everybody's got their thing. DiCaprio doesn't date anybody older than 23. You know what I mean? It's why not? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, by the way, I well, will say I will say this. I will say this. Well, Dad said sooner or later you do have to talk to them, Carl. Well, it gets a little creepy. I'm just saying. It's not if you're point. Leo, you don't. I'm just saying. Leo's got his thing. Leo, when he's not making movies, he's on a yacht. That's basically it. Leo on a yacht with the latest 22 to 23-year-old supermodel. That's yeah, it. Yeah. All the same parts, like right. 24-7. It's a life. Look, I, I, I don't know. At some point, it's a little creepy. I mean, if, how, old is, how old is too old? Well, Tom Brady is 45, dating yeah. a 26-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Is that okay? 20 years, I think. Well, listen, whatever you like is okay. And she's it glorious. Mean, it, by the way, she's better than Aaron, what Aaron's got, too. It doesn't mean that too. it doesn't get creepy at some point. Okay, That's I'll all. put it this way. If you can drink alcohol legally. Yeah, you're grown. 
then then you can date whoever you want. No, right, you right. can date whoever you and want. And anybody can date you as long as it look. As long as it's Listen, legal. I am not <laughs> saying that they can't do it. I'm just saying this whole thing like it's okay for, for a 60-year-old dude to date a 21-year-old girl. Hey, I have a question. Hey, Robert Kraft hey. is married to like a 40-year-old. He's like well, 90. Yeah. yeah, but that's almost that's and, much and, better than a 21-year-old. Hugh, Hugh Jackman Wolverine married a woman who's like 25 years older than he is. Who did? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he called him Wolverine. Would you stop? Would you stop? <laughs> Since when did Squid become the arbiter on dating yes! policy in America? Come Again, on. in Europe and around the rest of the world, there's no stigma about an older man with a younger woman. It's only here in America where people get so well, hung up Well, let's be on honest. It. Usually the older man has money. That's generally how it works. Chris, in my segment, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, but I mean, DiCaprio, he's got, I mean, he's, he can do this. I mean, they're lining up. He's DiCaprio. He can do this for the rest of his life. Why does he have, why does he have to go age appropriate? No. No, he doesn't. I'm just saying. If you ask like, me, though, at some point when you're like, "Hey, that's Leo's girl," and I'm like, "Oh, no, she's 21." Hey. Mike, are you angling for something? Is this like, is this a setup? Like three in a month, we're gonna find out something about you. No, it's, but it's always where it gets weird. I will tell you this: when you've got friends, and I had this happen. Remember that wedding I had to go to down in Florida a couple years ago? When your buddies, all your wives are your age group. My Becky's like six years younger than me, but everybody's 50s and 40s, and somebody marries a 24 year old. And the women, just, you know, the women just love that, Carl. That's not awkward at all. They're going to embrace her. You know, that's when it gets weird. The chicks, always, yeah. the wives always make that age difference thing the issue. That's well, where they, it goes sideways. They should. It's, you know, women should stick together. Men should, everybody should stick together. We're a people. So, anyways, <laughs> as always, I tell you what's, what is what is age appropriate for all ages. That's the fire shower from the W sauce. What if we a tribe? What is it? We're people? What? <laughs> what? We should, as human beings, we should stick together. Right. Our ages shouldn't be right. a difference. Real maker. quick, I, we got 30 seconds. We're down in Key West. story. We're down in Key West. Completely off the rails. And our buddy, our buddy Don, <laughs> right? We got all the age-appropriate people dating age-appropriate. Everyone's 50s and 40s. Don, remember Don's old girlfriend with the, she's with the post-it stamps? Yes, the, how old was the, she? 24. All right. And I remember, like, and I won't use her real name. We'll say, we'll call her, uh, we'll call her Chrissy. Chrissy. Call her Chrissy. And she comes down the spiral staircase we had in that house we rented in Key West. And all the women go, oh, Chrissy has another bathing suit. You know women go. Yeah. And it was like but it was like it was a thong with two postage stamps. And all the women, of course, hated her guts. You didn't that's have, you didn't have, but you didn't have a problem with it. The guys Clowns. were all going bananas. <laughs> you didn't have a problem with it. I was in the pool at the time. I couldn't get out of the pool. Oh, let's not act like though. Let's not act like that. Jeez, oh my. You know what? Fire shower with W sauce, bigger, better, bolder, spicier. Get over to WSauce.com, find a retailer near you. Don't forget about our friends. But we didn't even get to our tailgate at home, by the way. Uh, well, uh, I wonder why. Well, because Mike was talking Dude, about his own right. tailgate. You started about base. Right, let's, the, let's grill some ribs nope, with a 23-year-old we, and she can help base the meat. Don't forget, get over to GeorgiaHamCompany.com for all your CBD needs. Use SquidBilly10 as your code to get 10% off. Thank you, Buckhead Butcher Shop. Go check out their new store. Turtle, we got Danny Cannell next. Hit my music. We will tell you what we're cooking coming up. And go check out our friends at Buckhead Butcher Shop. All right, Danny Cannell is on the way. Stay right there. We're going to talk dogs, frogs. What does he think about this matchup? It's coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t